It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling World. Welcome to this very excited episode of Wrestling World. Because WrestleMania Night 1 and Night 2 definitely delivered. Night 1 more so than Night 2, but... I will say it was interesting. For the most part, I believe so. Night one was filled with a lot of surprises, including Cody Rhodes returning. Not a very shocking return. We all pretty much expected this. But man, did it it deliver. Cody Rhodes returning and facing Seth Rollins which was probably the match of the night. This match was insane from start to finish. And I, you got to give this match five stars. It was definitely such a good match. I don't think anybody expected it to be such a good match. I honestly expected this to be a quick finish. Being that it's Cody Rhodes' return, I didn't expect it to be a long match. A lot of criticism for Cody right now. You know, leaving AEW... Coming back to WWE. Now, there were a lot of rumors going into this match, you know, saying Cody would would back out, that this match wasn't going to happen. But it did happen. I'm glad it did. You know, I I criticize Cody a lot. Now, I've said before, I'm not the biggest fan of Cody Rhodes. But on night one of WrestleMania, he definitely possibly... Made me a believer. Because what a great match that was. And I hope this isn't the end for Seth and Cody. I hope we do get a part two. I hope we get a second match. Because this match was just too good for it not to be a second. Now, whatever happens with Cody, I assume we could see Cody on Monday Night Raw. And hopefully we can get a good feud on him and Seth. I do believe they'll push Cody to the top. Cody is the same star he was 
when he was in WWE before. So Cody is a much bigger star now. I mean, this is a guy that left WWE to go to AEW. He built AEW up. Now he's back in WWE. So for Cody to, you know, leave a company that he helped build, he better get a huge push because anything less would be a slap in the face right now. Cody needs a push. Now we know how WWE is. They could always build Cody up for so long just to slowly push him back down to the mid-card. We've seen it happen before. Not with just him, but with several stars. So could now be Cody's time to shine? Could he finally become a world champion? I wouldn't say that it, that it's it's unlikely. But it's just not likely to happen now with Roman Reigns becoming a double champion, universal champion, and WWE champion. But could Cody eventually be the one to dethrone Reigns? Because honestly, who is left for Roman Reigns to face right now? we just seen Roman Reigns defeat Brock Lesnar. The top baby face in the company right now. So, who's left for Roman to face? I mean, the only likely option right now would be, um, I don't even know. I don't even know who you would say right now. Bobby Lashley, maybe? Because you've got to think, with Roman being a double champion, that he might be on both brands right now. He might be on Raw and SmackDown. And not just SmackDown itself. So could we see, you know, everybody challenge for this title, not just Friday Night SmackDown stars, but Raw stars as well? I would love to see Lashley versus Reigns. I think that'd be a good match. We can get Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns. You know, there's a lot of possibilities here. So you can't necessarily say, and I shouldn't necessarily say that Romans faced everybody. And the only other option I could see other than Cody Rhodes facing Roman right now would be maybe if they build AJ Styles up, maybe AJ Styles. But also, you know, like I said, Bobby Lashley. Because we've seen Bobby Lashley get a big win against Omos, which, you know, basically makes Bobby Lashley a monster at this point because nobody could dethrone Omos. Omos was the guy to beat the seven-foot-four monster. WWE, they did right by having Lashley beat Omos. they, They made... Lashley look like the monster that he is. Now, a lot of people are going to criticize this and say, you know, almost may have gotten buried. That's not true. Because honestly, I don't think he was buried because when you look at it, Bobby Lashley is a much bigger star. And if almost, if almost were to beat Lashley, imagine how bad that would look on Lashley because they they built Bobby Lashley up for years. 
the last few years building him up. And let's be honest, you know, almost he's a tall guy, and yes, he's strong, but that's pretty much all he has. He's not fast. I wouldn't say he's very athletic. Um, he's just big. And he's 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 still fresh on the main roster. So pushing almost to the top right now wouldn't necessarily be the biggest thing. I don't see almost being a main event star. I don't see almost even a lasting that long on the main roster right now. And if anything, you know, what happened tonight proves it. So I don't I don't see, you know, almost getting a big push. I see him slowly getting pushed down the card. This might even be the last time we see almost being that he's lost to Lashley. We could see Lashley and almost feud, you know, even more. But with a big win like this, at the grandest stage of them all, the biggest event of the year, it kind of makes you wonder, could we see Lashley, you know, jump up to the main event scene? You know, could we see Cody Rhodes jump up? You know, there's a lot of possibilities right now. Being for Roman Reigns, you know, being the universal and double champion. And I think this only helps Roman Reigns in the long run because when you when you look at it, he's faced everybody. So making him a double champion, you know, that that gives him more options. That gives him more stars to face. You know, new feuds, fresh storylines, you know, everything like that. So I, I definitely think this is good for Roman. They've been building Roman up like crazy. And with a big win for Roman tonight, you can obviously see he is still the top guy in the company. Brock is doing great as a babyface, but, you know, Roman obviously is the guy. The guy they've been building for years and years to be the top guy, the new John Cena. And with him beating Brock tonight, you know, that's a huge win for Roman. And I'm all for, you know, the Trapple Chief. I'm all for the bloodline. I, th I think Roman is doing great as a heel. I will get into the Brock and Roman match. I will talk about that here in a little bit and give my thoughts on it. Um, but like I said, guys, night one I thought was definitely better than night two. I thought, I thought all in all, WrestleMania did deliver, but on different nights. Night one to me was was better because not only did we see you know. Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins, but we got Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch, which was the two best matches of them all, man. You know, Becky Lynch and Bianca, they tore the house down. They did so much better. And this is redemption for last year's match because, you know, a lot of people in last year, you know, they thought they'd get this big match between Becky and Bianca. And I think a lot of people were let down. So this is kind of redemption for the both of them. They went out there, they put on a great show. Bianca, Gets the title that she rightfully deserves. I think Bianca is a great champion. I've always said she's very talented. I've always said she'd be a real champion. So this is great for her. These two women put on a hell of a show. Before Seth and Cody went on, I, I, I said Bianca and Becky. I, I said that that's the match tonight. And I, I think the two biggest matches that stand out are, are Bianca Belair and Cody and Seth. 
technical technically wise, yeah, those are the two biggest matches that stand out. When you when you think of wrestling matches for WrestleMania, those are the two you think of for night one. Now, the rest of the show, you know, a lot of it was okay. Not a lot of it really stood out. You know, we, we did see Logan Paul and The Miz take on the Mysterios, Dominic and Ray Mysterio. I honestly, I wasn't, I wasn't too thrilled about this match. You know, building up to it, but honestly, you know, and I'm not the biggest Logan Paul fan either. But man, did Logan Paul impress me. And I was surprised because this is a guy who I can't stand. And I never thought that, you know, Logan Paul would put on such a good performance like he did. I wouldn't give it like a, I, I, I wouldn't, you know, put Logan Paul in the WWE, but man, did he do great. He did a lot better than I thought he would. Especially for, you know, a guy that's just coming in, but he, you can tell he's definitely put the work in. He, he, he took a few bumps. He, he even, you know, hit a frog splash off the top rope onto Ray, and they won the match. You know, he took a bump from The Miz with the skull-crushing finale, which nobody saw coming. You know, The Miz turning on Logan Paul. So I'm very impressed. You know, this wasn't a big extravagant match. There's really nothing that stood out during this match. Um, but for the fact that Logan Paul did as well as he did, um, which I'm, I'm very impressed because I don't, I, I didn't really expect that. I didn't expect this match to, to be as long as it was. I expected Logan Paul to, you know, botch everything. I guess I was underestimating him because just a few, you know, a couple months before that, we saw Logan Paul, you know, deliver a skull crushing finale to, I believe it was Dominic or Ray. I don't remember, but he totally botched it. So everything leading up to this match, I kind of underestimated Logan. But I'm honestly impressed. Does that make me a fan of Logan Paul? No, but I am impressed, and he's earned my respect for WrestleMania. Do I do I want to see Logan Paul? You know, in WWE more? No. Um. I I don't think you should have any of the Paul brothers in any WWE programming whatsoever. Um. This is this should be just a one time thing, which I believe it will. Um, I don't, I don't feel the need to have celebrities at WrestleMania. Don't get me wrong. I thought Knoxville and Sami Zayn was entertaining, but when you have a locker room full of stars that you could be using for a big pay-per-view, a big event like WrestleMania, and you're using celebrities to build ratings, I get this is your way to, you know, get people watching. But I would much rather see use the talent you have, you know, and that's they do this every year. Now, was the match with Knoxville and, and Sammy? Yes, it, it was great. I, I thought it was, but was it needed? No. Did we honestly need to see it? No. It, it was. It was fun. You know, Knoxville put on a show, but it's just not needed. And I, I just I honestly wish that going forward we wouldn't see a lot of celebrities appear at WrestleMania when they have a locker room full of stars that they could be using. That's just my opinion on it, though. Everybody got a different opinion. 
Everybody might disagree with me, but that's just my opinion. Now, Sami Zayn versus Johnny, like I said, it was great. You know, it was entertaining. It was a very technical match, you know. But what can you expect? It's Johnny Knoxville from Jackass. You can't expect a, a technical match, especially coming from him. Um, but it was a fun match. You know, we saw the mouse traps. You know, we saw Sammy go through a a table with a mount, you know, with mouse traps on it. The pyro go off, and you know, Sammy Zayn <laughs> hit hit the floor. Sammy Zayn get hit by that giant hand. You know, um, Wee Man slamming Sammy Zayn to the mat. Chris Pontius getting involved. Um, which I could see why you know they made it an anything goes match because, you know. How else are you going to draw the crowd to Johnny, you know? How else are you going to have a match with Johnny Knoxville if you can't do a match like that? Um, so I did think this was entertaining. I did think uh, it was fun to watch for the time being. Was it a match that's necessarily needed? No. But, you know, you have to have some t- type of laughter, some type of entertainment during WrestleMania, and we definitely got it with that. Um but like I said, going forward, we don't need to see these celebrities all the time like this. I mean, for segments, yeah, that, yeah, that's fine. But for matches, it's totally pointless to me. Um, which I, I just I think it's silly to have celebrities all the time every year. It's just not needed. Especially when there was no Alexa Bliss tonight, which who I thought should have been on the card. Um, and I even did a Where's Alexa video. Not a video, but a pod episode podcast talking about that as well because I don't think she should have missed Mania so we'll see what happens with her going forward to Monday Night Raw um, I, I do think uh, Stone Cold definitely stole the show for Wrestlemania um, everybody expected you know Stone Cold to to just do a segment I, I honestly didn't expect Stone Cold to do a match and I even said that in a podcast before that Due to Stone Cold's injuries, I didn't expect him to have a match with Kevin Owens, but he definitely went out there and took a lot of bumps. He even took a, a suplex on the concrete floor, which was cringing. I was biting my nails watching this the entire time. He took a lot more bumps than I thought he would. I thought this would be maybe a 10-minute segment at the most, and it would just end with a stunner. But, man, we got a no-holes-barred match out of, out of it. And what a night that this was for Stone Cold, you know, beginning his career in Dallas, ending his career in Dallas the right way. This is a man who hasn't been in, in the ring for 19 years. And he definitely still got it. He definitely could still take a bump. And he put on a show, him and Kevin Owens both, you know. We've seen Kevin go through a table. We've, we've seen, you know, Stone Cold take his own stunner by Kevin Owens. You know, it was just a, it was a crazy match. We've seen them brawl in the crowd, you know. It was just, it was insane. And Stone Cold, you know, like I said, he could take a bump, which I was surprised. Every time he took a bump, man, it was like biting your nails. Because you you don't want to see the guy get injured. You don't want to see him get hurt. But, man, did he surprise everybody. And I'm surprised he was still walking you know, during night two of WrestleMania, I, I didn't expect him to come out. I didn't expect him to even be moving the way he was with the bumps he took. But man, does he still got it. I, I thought night one was so much better than night two. Night one definitely closed the show. They ended the show strong. 
I think a lot of the fans were sent home happy that night. So night one definitely delivered for me. Uh, night two, honestly, um, it wasn't that great. Um, a few there was a few spots that that I did like. I did like the Knoxville match, which, like I said, I don't feel like it's needed, but it was entertaining. I did like. Um, huh, I liked. Uh, I did. I did like. Uh, you know, Roman retaining. I didn't like the match. Um, Roman, however, you know, we all knew he was going to retain, which is which is good for Roman, like I said, for all the reasons I said before. The match, however, wasn't that great. Um, I felt like they could have done a ton more. But it is what it is. That's What can you expect from a Brock Lesnar match? A lot of his matches end this way. Um, you can't really expect much from a Brock Lesnar match. But I definitely feel like they could have done more, especially when they, we had, like, what, 15, 14 minutes left in the show and it kind of ended early. Um, a lot of it was just them doing finishers back and forth. You know, Roman hit Brock, Brock Lesnar with, like, four or five spears. So this definitely, you know, was a whole, like, in, in my opinion, was, wasn't the most stupendous match of all. Like, they've, they've been advertising. Um I think the main event was a complete letdown. I think they definitely could have done a lot more, especially making this the main event. If anything, they should have had Pat McAfee and Austin Theory main event the main event because that was more of a main that was more of a match in a in a entertainment than having Lesnar and Reigns out there. Um, Lesnar and Reigns was just a complete letdown for me. Well, I, like I said, I did like, you know, Roman winning the match and, and and becoming a double champion because having Brock Lesnar, you know, win the match where he wouldn't do anything for Lesnar. You know, all the buildup they had on Reigns would be pointless if they had Lesnar win. And honestly, like I said, Lesnar does not need the win. Um, Roman is the top guy, and he proved that tonight. And WWE, they clearly want Roman as their top guy going forward. Um... Just a few minutes ago, I want to clear this up. Just a few minutes ago, when I said what I liked, I kind of paused because I had to think of you know all the matches that happened on tonight. When you, when you look at two nights full of Mania, I kind of paused because I had to think of you know, all the matches all all together of what I liked. Um, I thought Edge and Edge versus uh, AJ Styles was decent. Um, it was good. It was better than I thought it would be. Um, I I I kind of figured AJ would get the win, but that didn't happen. You know, Edge getting the win, which I'm fine with because I like Edge too. He it seems like he's aligning himself with Damian Priest. I did read before that um, it could be possible that Edge will have a heel stable going forward. So this could be the start of something new for Edge. Now we we've seen this new gimmick from Edge these last few weeks. And I don't know how I feel about it. It's different, but you know it's Edge, so you gotta like Edge no matter what he does. Um, I don't know how. Like I said, I don't know how I feel about the gimmick. It's 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 different. It's 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 almost like a uh, an evil cult type thing. Um, not like Bray Wyatt or nothing, but it's like a 
um, an evil. It's almost like uh, his his old brood gimmick, you know, from back in the day. That's kind of what it reminds you of in a way, at least to me. I don't know, um, but it's different. You know, we'll go with it for now. We'll see what it leads to, but I definitely think like uh, Edge will have a new heel stable going forward. It definitely seems like Edge and Damian Priest, you know, are having their own um, thing going on. So maybe we'll see a few more guys join Edge or or a third person. I feel like this is some type of new brood. And this is what it feels like, a type of new brood. It's almost similar to what Malachi Black is doing in AEW right now with Buddy Murphy. And um, this definitely, you know, feels like that as well. So I am curious to see what they do going forward because I definitely feel like That'll definitely lead to something. And anything with Edge in it is good, so... If Edge does decide to feud with Styles going forward, I definitely think that would be cool. I don't think this is the end of Edge versus Styles. I think this is just the beginning. I think we will get something um, coming soon. I'm not the... like I, I like Damian Priest. I haven't really seen much of him as a heel. Um... I don't see why he couldn't be on the card as well, him being a newcomer and everything. But, you know, if this leads to a a storyline with Edge, then at least we will see more of Damian Priest soon. We will, you know, we'll see something soon. So there's definitely something there. Um... As far as other matches I was interested in, um, like I said, night two, I didn't really think it delivered as good as night one. I thought Sheamus and Ridge Holland versus the New Day, I thought that was a pointless match. Um, that felt like a match that could have been on Friday Night SmackDown. It definitely didn't deliver like uh, like you would think a New Day match would be. It was only like a minute, what, and 42 seconds along. It just it didn't feel like a match that should have been on the card. Same thing with the Shinsuke Nakamura match and Rick Bogues and the Usos, um, which when you look at that type of card, that that looks like a match card that should be on SmackDown because I don't think it's really worthy of being on WrestleMania. That's just my opinion, though. Well, um, we did see Rick Bo- Bogues take an injury during that match. He was lifting both the Usos up, and uh, it looked like his knee gave out. So prayers to Rick Bogues and... Hopefully he returns that match. I think it was should have been longer than what it was. Um, obviously, you know, what happened shortened that match and the Usos retained. Which, um, honestly, I'm, I'm a Uso fan. I like this whole bloodline stable, so I'm not complaining. But, you know, prayers for Rick Boogs. Going forward, we've seen a lot of injuries, you know, with Big E and now Rick Boogs. It's definitely a a bad year for those two, and I hope they recover fast. But um, tonight, to me, uh, there was a a few bad things in my in my opinion. I definitely think that Pat McAfee, like I said, I think that should have been the main event versus Austin Theory. I think that should have made evented because that was a more match 
than anything. You didn't just get to see Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. You got to see Pat McAfee versus the returning Vince McMahon, who hasn't stepped in a ring. This is his first match in years. He didn't take a, a single bump. You know, obviously with his age, he probably can't take a serious bump. But he surprised the hell out of all of us. Nobody expected that. Nobody expected Vince McMahon to step in the ring. It was rumored before that it would be, you know, Vince McMahon would do something at Mania. But, you know, once Pat McAfee found out he was facing Austin Theory, then we saw that few. We didn't really see much of Vince aside from backstage segments. But it was so good to see him in the ring and at least doing something. Um, I thought Pat McAfee did great. He definitely uh, delivered. He that swanton off the top rope was great. Um, I, I think he 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 put on a show. It wasn't a five star match, but it was good enough to watch. It was better than the main event. Um, so to me, you know, Pat McAfee, I would like to see more of him in the ring. I do like Pat McAfee on commentary. I just actually learned that Pat McAfee is from Pittsburgh. I never knew that. He's at, his high school is actually 45 minutes away from me. Um, he went to Plum Senior High School. I never knew that. So I think that's cool as well. But it's cool to see Pat McAfee live his dream and, and have a WrestleMania match. Um, what wasn't cool was to see Pat McAfee take a stunner because, you know, towards the end there, you know, when Austin Theory and, and Vince McMahon were taking selfies, you know, Stone Cold comes out, hits Austin Theory with a stunner, then hits a botched stunner on Vince McMahon. This was so botched. And you could see Steve Austin laughing as he was giving uh, Vince McMahon the stunner. Um, he went in for the stunner, and, and Vince leaned towards the ropes and fell, and, and the stunner was hit awkwardly. But... uh. Vince took the bump as always, you know. And then Pat McAfee takes the stunner. And it was funny to see Pat McAfee outside drinking the beer as he's on the ground. And that actually became a meme on Twitter. Um, I'm sure we'll see a lot more memes of Pat McAfee on the ground drinking the beer as well. But all in all, like uh, WrestleMania to me was, I'd give it a B. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go anywhere than a C, but I would definitely grade it as a B if I had to grade it. It was um, a sight to see, you know. It was, it was, it was different, you know. It, it was, much, I would say, it was much better than last year's WrestleMania. Like I don't understand why they did the night two, then uh, did the WrestleMania for two nights. I don't understand that because it really wasn't needed. I think the show as a whole would have been a lot better if it was just in one night instead of you know two nights. No, I get they want to get people talking all weekend. I, I understand that. But to have it on two nights, I think, is a little too far. I understand with the pandemic, you know, in the beginning, doing the two nights. But to have it for two nights now when the crowd is, you know, filling the arena doesn't really make much sense to me. Um, it's just uh doesn't really make sense. Um, I, I think they would get so much more out of their show if they just did it in one night. I think so many people would just enjoy it. Just have it like it used to be, you know. There's no reason for the two-night stuff. But WrestleMania, like I said, I'd give it a C. You know, we saw some new champions crowned. Bianca Blair, 
um, Charlotte retained, which was surprising to me, which I'm I'm okay with. I'm not a big fan of Charlotte, but I'm not a big fan of Rousey either. I, I, I pretty much sat on my phone through this whole match. I didn't really even watch it, to be honest with you. Um, I didn't feel the need to watch it because uh, I'm not the biggest fan of either one. Especially Ronda Rousey, you know, coming in and you know she she did that interview years ago saying wrestling's fake and this and that, and then came back and then obviously they're gonna push her to the top. And for me, you know, Rousey, she just doesn't work as a baby face. You can't push her as a baby face. She has no mic skills. Yes, she's talented, but. You know, she just she's not a baby face. You gotta have her a heel. Let the people boo her. If they wanna boo her, let, her boo, let, let them boo her. Charlotte being champion, you know, that's not a surprise, you know. Um she's had more championship opportunities than anybody. She's won the championship more than anybody. So this to me is no surprise. Um I pretty much knew going into this that Charlotte would win and that she would retain. I did hear a rumor that Sasha Banks took a back seat to Rousey. That Sasha Banks was actually supposed to face Charlotte. Um, going forward, that was a rumor that was supposed to happen, I guess, but it obviously didn't happen. Um, so it's good to see Sasha and Naomi win the tag team championships. And I felt like that was a... Uh, that was more or less something for Sasha because, you know, Sasha taking a backseat to Rousey, I think that was having her win the gold, win the tag team championships was to make up for Rousey taking Sasha's place. Now, I don't know if that's true. That, you know, this could be just a rumor. I don't know. But it is what it is, you know. Uh, Sasha and Naomi, I think, will make good champions. Not saying that Carmella and Zelina didn't, but um, I would like to see Carmella in sing in a singles competition. Pairing her with Zelina really isn't doing much for her. Having Zelina, um, be the queen of the ring, really isn't doing much for her either. So I, I think it's time to ha push Carmella as a singles competitor, have her feud with Charlotte if that's the case. Not Charlotte, but Sasha. Um, so I, I definitely feel like they should push Sasha and Naomi, especially Naomi at this point, because Naomi, she's been she's been given so much and not not given, but taken really. And they just seem to let her down at every turn. So I definitely think that they should have a solid one run as as champions. At least, you know, for a good few months or even longer. But like I said, guys, you know, um WrestleMania night one, night two, if I had to grade the whole event, I'd give it a C. Or or a B. Or whatever, you know. Um no really major returns, no no major surprises other than Cody. You know, Stone Cold whipping Kevin Owens, that was the highlight of, of night one. 
it's probably still even bigger bigger of a highlight than night two, given the main event and how horrendous that was. Um, not saying I'm surprised because, like I said, Roman obviously is their top guy, and they want him to come out and you know be the top the top hill. And having Roman be the top guy is obviously good, but you know building this match up, saying it's the most stupendous match ever, and ending it like they did. If you're a fan of Roman, yeah, you're probably going home happy, but having a match like that, you know, building something up to the main event and then just having a match just full of finishers back and back and forth, back and forth is just ridiculous. Um, but you can't expect anything less from a Brock Lesnar match at this point. Um, a lot of his matches are like that, which I'm starting to realize because when you look back, you know, Brock's had matches like that with Drew McIntyre. Brock's had matches like that with Goldberg. Um, so it's, it's definitely no surprise. So I definitely feel like like uh, night one was definitely better than night two. Um, but but they delivered. You know, there, there was good and there was bad segments. Um, but it is what it is, guys. Um, WrestleMania... Is over with. Now we can look forward to Monday Night Raw, the Raw before WrestleMania. I do feel like we'll get a lot more surprises. Maybe some even more returns. Now, Bailey and Asuka, they weren't present at WrestleMania, which it was rumored that we could get Bailey or Asuka at WrestleMania. I know a lot of people were looking for Alexa Bliss, like myself. I was hoping for Alexa Bliss to return and we would get something, maybe a feud going out of that as well, but we didn't, um, so I don't know what they'll do with Alexa, I have no idea what they'll, they'll do going forward, because, like I said, they, they built the vignettes with her for so long, just to have nothing at all for her, there was no Elias tonight, we haven't seen him in months and months, if they were going to have him return, either tonight, or Monday night on Raw would be great, it would be a start for both, Bailey, Oscar, and Elias, which I, I think would be great um, because we need something new. We need something fresh for them. They've been off of TV for so long. And I, I think, honestly, I don't think Cody should have been the only surprise we've seen at WrestleMania. We should have seen Bailey. We should have seen Asuka. We didn't even get no Bray Wyatt, um, which he teased it for Dallas. He said, you know, I hate ruining surprises. It was definitely teased, but... As many of us, you know, predicted, there was no Bray Wyatt. There was no Wonder Rotunda, so who knows where he'll go. Um, I don't want to get my hopes up for Monday Night Raw, the Raw, Raw after WrestleMania. I don't want to say he's going to come back because every time I say that, I feel like I jinx it. So, But I'm hoping we get something for Alexa. It sucks she wasn't on the card. It doesn't really make sense. And I'm worried that, you know, if if we go months without seeing her, she'll be the next to get released. Just like Elias, I feel like he will be the next one. If Oscar was going to return, I feel like it should have been at Mania, but they could be saving that for, you know, the Raw after WrestleMania. So we could see a lot of returns. We could see Alexa and Elias and Oscar return the Raw after WrestleMania, among some others. I don't know. Um, they They always have surprises after WrestleMania, so... 
we'll see what they do and how far you know they can go. Maybe with Cody Rhodes coming back to WWE, maybe that's the start of something new. Maybe we can get something going for WWE, which for months and months and months was something that we couldn't say because AEW, has they've been doing so well. Speaking of AEW, they just announced the other day that they have signed Samoa Joe, which comes as no surprise. I think, I think everybody pretty much expected Samoa Joe to come to AEW. So it's not really a big surprise. I think it is cool for Samoa Joe. I don't think WWE ever booked him properly. Do I think AEW will? Um, that just depends because who knows. He can he could come as a commentator. He could come in as a full competitor. I don't know. Um, with Ring of Honor and AEW coming in now, you've got to imagine that this this roster is, is stacked and it's even probably stacked even more before. So I'm hoping that Ring of Honor guys stay on the Ring of Honor brand and AEW guys stay on the AEW brand um, because I do think the cross-promotion will get in the way of things eventually. We're already seeing some of the Ring of Honor guys come over to AEW, so we could see you know a lot of, of, uh, a lot of guys jump and ship from AEW to WWE because of that. Now, the reason Cody Rhodes... You know, left AEW was unknown. Um, apparently, he had some uh, issues with Omega and the Young Bucks and some of those guys. Now, that's just a rumor. I don't know. But um, like I said, a lot of people were giving Cody Rhodes criticism for what happened. But you got to think that Cody Rhodes started his career in WWE, so it only makes sense for him to come back home. Yes, he helped build AEW, but that's not where he started. And, you know, if if I'm Tony Khan, I should be grateful I even had Cody to begin with. Somebody like that to build your company. And Tony Khan, he probably, you know, welcomes Cody back with open arms if he ever decides to come back. Given how his career in WWE might go. We'll see in a few years or less if he's booked properly and if he stays. I don't see them pushing Cody Rhodes to the moon. Eventually, you know, they have to build him up. Maybe get a few wins under his belt. I don't know. Being that he is Dusty's son, he could just, you know, go straight to the main event scene. There might not even be a build up, so who knows? But WrestleMania, guys. It's in the books, you know, now we can move on, move forward, and see what happens next. I'm definitely excited for the future. As much as I I would hate to say, hate to, as much as I hate to say it, maybe I'm a fan of Cody Rhodes, maybe, just maybe. And if he could put on more matches like he did with Seth Rollins, I think... Just maybe I could be a fan of Cody Rhodes. I don't know. Because I was never too keen on Cody Rhodes wrestling. I was never too happy about his promos. But it is what it is, you know. Um, But yeah, guys. um, 
that's it, you know. Uh, sorry if I, I sound a little raspy. My throat's a little sore tonight. But I wanted to give you guys a quick episode of tonight. Give you a little quick review. I know I didn't talk about every match, but I want to talk about the ones that stand out the most. Talk about the main the main events. I am excited to see where Edge and uh, AJ Styles go. Because uh, I don't think that's the end for them. And I do think we'll get more. And I would hate to see if we don't. Because I feel like we deserve more. I do. I kind of feel like AJ Styles and Damian Priest will have a, a rivalry at some point, but I do like to see wherever this um, alliance with Edge and Damian Priest go. Like I said, this kind of reminds me of the, what Malachi Black is doing in AEW with his stable. So could WWE be, be you know biting ideas off of them? I don't know. Speaking of WWE taking ideas, WWE is has now been taking shots at AEW, which I find funny. Um, WWE, whenever Cody Rhodes won his match, WWE put on on Twitter that Cody Rhodes is now WWE taking shots at AEW by saying, because AEW is always saying, you know, this and that, this person, this person is, is all elite. So by doing this, WWE saying that, you know, Cody Rhodes is WWE is, is taking a shot and a big shot. And it's about time that WWE starts taking shots at AEW because AEW has done nothing but take shots at WWE left and right. So this is retaliation. This this this, this is the biggest slap in the face you know, from WWE because Cody Rhodes joining their company. You know, WWE just took their biggest star from AEW. Now, I don't know how much Cody Rhodes is getting paid. I don't know how much... How, much his contract is worth, I don't, you know, I don't know, but it's obviously a good chunk of money for Cody Rhodes to jump ship. Um, Cody Rhodes said before he would never go back, so this is a surprise. So this is definitely a big slap in the face from WWE, which I'm not complaining because it's about time we see WWE finally build themselves back up. Whether you like WrestleMania or not, guys, um, you got to give props to the positive things we saw night one and night two. Not all of it was great, but some of it was good. And you got to be happy we saw, you know, as much as we did, as much as entertainment as we did. Judging how last year's WrestleMania was, so I, I I'd say WrestleMania was pretty decent this year. I'd say Vince McMahon getting in the ring I thought was great. Stone Cold Steve Austin delivering stunners on night one and night two was great. Him having a match, you know, Undertaker's induction to the WWE Hall of Fame, seeing Taker in both WrestleManias both nights. He didn't wrestle, but having Taker there just appearing is good. I thought Undertaker's speech was awesome. Um, it's, it's so cool to see Taker out of character. I mean, it was cool to see Shad Gaspard and his family. Um, it was it was cool to see you know his family accept that award for Shad Gaspard. You know the man who lost his wife for his son, and that man is a hero 
that man died a hero. So congrats to the family of Shad Gaspard. Congrats to, you know, Shad Gaspard. Congrats to Vader. The Steiner brothers, Undertaker, Charmel. Um, congrats on your Hall of Fame induction. But anyways, guys, um, this will be my last episode for at least a few weeks. I do want to take a break. I have been putting out a lot of episodes. So with WrestleMania being the biggest pay-per-view of the year, I do want to take some time off and come back fresh with some new material, maybe some new guest if I can get some new guests in. I definitely got to reach out and maybe do some more guest appearances of my own. So I do want to get some new uh, material for you guys. Maybe even do a season two at this point. I don't know because we're, I think we're 52, 53 episodes in right now. I know we just reached the 50th, 50th episode the other day. So it's definitely cool to see where this podcast is going. I want to thank you all for listening, as always. Um, I hope you guys all enjoyed WrestleMania. And if you liked it, that's great. If you didn't, my advice to you is just take it for what it is and move forward. We still have WrestleMania. Well, excuse me, we still have the Raw after WrestleMania. So if you weren't surprised tonight, there's always tomorrow. Like I said, I'm not saying we could see Bray Wyatt tomorrow night on Raw, but could it be a possibility? I don't know. Um, He is in Dallas. I don't know where they're at in Raw tomorrow. But there's always those surprises. There's always, you know, stuff to surprise us on Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania. So don't give up hope. We will see Wyndham again at some point. So keep your head up. Um, but like I said, guys, I hope you all enjoyed WrestleMania. Um, I did. Like I said, not all of it was great, but it, it definitely was a show. It definitely was entertaining, better than last year. So if anything, I'd say it was good. But I want to thank you all for listening. Thank you all for tuning in each week. The numbers are constantly going up. I'm having great um, views and numbers, so... Thank you all for your support. God bless you all. Um, This podcast wouldn't be anywhere if it wasn't for you guys. If you guys are listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anything, please hit that download button. Um, I definitely want to do some new episodes. Like I said, I might even do a season two coming up soon. So there's that. I don't know if I'll do a season two. You know, I might just keep it the way it is. But if I do a season two, it's going to be completely different. Um, maybe some new cover art. Maybe I'll, ta- I'll get into, you know, not just reviewing Raw and SmackDown, but talking about things from the past. I definitely want to talk about the Montreal Screwjob soon. Um, Owen Hart, I want to bring him up. Uh, even Maybe even Chris Benoit, talk about what happened with him. Do a whole episode on that. So there, it's definitely going to take a different turn in the next few months or so. Because I've had these plans to do these types of, excuse me, Um, can't talk today. Um, I've I've definitely had these plans to do these episodes for months and months and months. Um, So I definitely want to, you know, do some different things with this podcast. But I want to thank you all for listening. You all have a blessed day. Tune in tomorrow night for Monday Night Raw, and I will see you guys in a few weeks. Have a good day and God bless. Goodbye.